Hello and welcome back to Rebel Air, a Star Wars animated series fan cast. I'm your host, Greg. And I'm Kaki. And Greg is is guiding me through the the many branching paths of fate on my first journey through Star Wars Rebels. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 10, Legacy, written by Henry Gilroy and directed by Mel Zwire. <sighs> what a roller coaster of oh. emotions. <laughs> oh, the feels, Greg. Because haunted by i can't even do the voice you can't right do the voice i can't even okay well hold on an actor can always perform haunted by the voice visions of his parents ezra convinces the crew to investigate but after discovering rubble presence on Garel, the empire launches a surprise attack forcing the crew to split up safely escaping on the fall ezra realizes his visions were real but soon realizes they also held a heartbreaking truth Greg, yeah, 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 yeah. You just stepped on a Lego too. Yeah, uh, it's bad stuff, man. It's real rough. I don't know who just leaves them on the on the floor like that. You you know, like 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 I know what happens this episode. Like I do my research. I know, like like oh yeah, like like this one, this one, like this one, like it hits you this episode. Like like, but then I know when I was actually watching, it's like I just got swept up and everything, and I was like, no, I can't do this right now. (laughs) It's it's so it's so much. So cocky. I have a couple bathroom reports. Ooh. A couple. Yes. So first was from Krakten Pop. <laughs> Very good. Oh, I like that one. And the correction that he says is, uh, Kaki was not sure what Kanan had in his hand when he had a comlink. It's the same model that 3PO had in New Hope when he scooped up with his awkward hand, which... Oh yes, that is the awkward like. Poor Anthony Daniels has like no control over his hand. He's just like I know, it's like a solid cast, and he has the. Uh, uh. He's a '90s video game character trying to like grab anything. Oh god, <laughs> or even a, a more modern video game character trying to drink. That's always the weirdest thing. Just watching, it's like it's That's so. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for this one, uh, 16 Bothans died. Um, Six? Jeez, that's a lot. Well, 16 Bothans got their comlinks and bombs confused and blew each other up <laughs> on a 16-way hollow Zoom call. <laughs> okay, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> they really do look too similar. Come on, it's not just me, right? It's yeah. The 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 bombs with their comms are the. <laughs> <laughs> you know when we started when you said oh there's gonna be a, I kind of hoped that someone would have finished that verse. Well then I think you need to. Uh, oh my your... god. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 here's my question for you, Kaki. Uh, do you want to be the fifth brother or the seventh sister? Oh no question. I want to be the seventh sister. Okay. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. The pipsqueak with the powers and the vessel out of Kessel. The android that they exploit has the gifted that we lifted, right? <laughs> right. But there's been a change. I broke the android that they exploit. You broke the android that they exploit? And replaced it with a Lassat. A Lassat? 
with a function of a mascot. A Lassat who's a mascot. Right. But did you put the pipsqueak with the power in the vessel out of Kessel? No. The pipsqueak with the power is with the Lassat who's the mascot. The vessel out of Kessel has the gift that we lifted. The pipsqueak with the power is with the Lassat who's a mascot. The vessel out of Kessel has the gift that we lifted. I just remember that. Oh, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> I, 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 I got sent that this morning and I started laughing reading it. I was like, okay, this, so is, this is happy. too perfect. This is too perfect. That was that was very, very well done, uh Grachtenpal. Was this Grachtenpal? Yeah, Krachtenpal. fantastic. This is Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so wait. Oh I love wait. it. Grachten is canal? Yeah, yeah. So, so a plural. Canals. Palps canals. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's a troubling one, actually. <laughs> uh, fortunately, I love this this sort of Danny Kay homage enough that it sort of compensates for that complicated mental imagery. <laughs> we also have one from Obi Tonks Kenobi. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, people are getting it. This one, I was, I was getting messages just kind of screaming in, in, in frustration over uh, more of an omission. But I want to submit this anyway. Ahsoka got her kyber crystal for her white sabers from an inquisitor she bested, then turned them from red to white by purifying and healing the crystals that the inquisitor bled. Oh. So even when she's fighting, she's kind of fighting the inquisitors like with their own... Whoa. Crystal, kind of. Uh, Purified and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sort of denying their, their evil by like genuinely overcoming it and embracing yes, it. Yes, well, Yeah. And, and evil is right on there because because I had to look at Wikipedia because I, I look at the concept of bleeding and I was like, wait, okay, it has been like four yeah, years I since I've read that. Kyber crystals by by their nature are, they air towards the light side. They're just like a pure crystal thing. And the, because... The, because they're force the, the, tuned. Yeah, yes, because the, like the, the crystal, crystal like calls yeah. to the Jedi when they're on Ilum and looking for stuff. Or yeah, y- corrupting it is by using the dark side to to turn it into like it turning red is is a byproduct of the corruption and oh. and and bleeding it is is basically undoing that damage by kind of drawing the dark side out of it. So it's actually oh, leeching. Yes, you know, the old fashioned yeah, concept. Yeah, um, so, but so then actually, where do you put it? So you got you got buckets of of evil juice that you've just taken out of your out of your crisp. This is some hippie shit, but fine, I'm into it. <laughs> what do you? Where does the evil go? Uh, of course, you asked me this, and I didn't look this part up. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> well, uh, you'll appreciate you'll appreciate this because this is a little bit of an odd one. Zero Bothans died for this. Uh, just a singular, a singular Bothan gets you this information and lives forever. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not, no, that's not, that doesn't compensate for it. That's an eternal curse. Oh no. Existence is pain and live beyond the heat death of the universe. No more reactions to take place. Thoughts frozen. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's tuck everlasting, but with Bothans. I don't know what that is, but I'm still oh, sad. A book that I had to read as a, in, in like middle school. I, was, I, was, I just I just said that just so I can make the joke of Both everlasting, and now it just doesn't. <laughs> Both Almighty. Uh, the... Kaki, you had asked for a breakdown of the fight scene between the Inquisitor 
I will, oh my god, yes, I did. Yeah, between the, like the two Inquisitors yes. and Ahsoka. And Crimson came back with an incredibly detailed breakdown of like not only like Oh my god. The fight, but This is this is our friend Crimson who has studied the blade. He does clarify, like, uh, who am I to speak on this? I studied martial arts for nearly 30 years with some breaks. I've been studying Japanese art with sword work as a significant component of it since 2008. I dug around my copy of Fior de, de Be- uh, Fior di Battaglia. You would be able to say that. That doesn't surprise so. me at all. <laughs> I, think the, I think the GL, then the G is silent. Yeah. All this is to say, I have some training in sword fighting, but I'm no expert. So we were sent a 19-page Word document with supporting pictures, with poses, like the like the pros and cons of how Ahsoka holds her blade underhand versus overhand. Is incredible. So Crimson was even asking, like, is this even a Bothan report or is this the Bothan Commission? (laughs) (laughs) A Bothan manifesto has just arrived here. Oh my god. Let's let's see about these summaries, because I'm I'm looking at it here. Okay, TLDR, I like that. (laughs) <laughs> That's, I mean, some pieces would call that, you know, a, a summary or no, what is called an abstract, but TLDR, I mean, that's just the modern parlance of our time. Her grip suggests stabbing, but she mostly does slashing. It doesn't make much sense. The Inquisitors aren't actually very good at fighting. Hmm. For this fight, Ahsoka uses two equal length sabers. Okay, so it's not the Katana Tanto combo. I know she's done that before, but I just, I, I couldn't really remember when we were talking about it, if they were the same size or, or not. Um, right, yeah. Wow. Okay, so these are some fascinating observations. On the saber style, the fight with the Inquisitors, I'm quoting here, really demonstrates the weirdness of her choices. As she uses the reverse grip, I'm trying to do a crimson here, who has <laughs> done some audio recordings and he has this, this fantastic accent, which is a really poor match for this slashing and stabbing method of lightsabers. Reverse grips are normally used for short stabbing weapons like rondelle daggers and sometimes knives, yeah. Because uh, reverse grips can make it easier to do more rotational things, such as hooking an enemy's weapon or wrist or disarming them or throwing them. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know the reverse grips primarily from, like, extremely... I think the term is flinning from Errol Flynn. Like, yes, a very yes. flashy swordsmanship. <laughs> That's one thing that I, I kind of joked with Crimson about. It was like, well, Star Wars comment is always, is always like... Is partially like kind of katana y nonsense and partially just um Errol Flynn yeah. bullshit. Like like it's Flindo. It's never supposed to be like efficient combat. It's always just supposed to like look really cool. And it does. It really does. I'm really proud of Flindo, by the way. I think that's an excellent pun that I just made. Oh, okay, Flindo. Uh, yeah, I I, I I was too focused on saying what might might be to really appreciate that. That was that was really good. So Thank you. Thank um, you. I like your your opinion as well. I mean, it, it it is entirely fair. This is this is how they do. I'm sorry. I'm I'm talking on autopilot while I'm reading this really cool shit. I'm. It's just it's just gripping. It's really really incredibly detailed. And also, I mean, uh, I have to clarify this, or perhaps Crimson will stop being friends with me. When I said he studied the blade, it's it's because that's something that he says as a joke. As yes, a joke, yes. <laughs> and it's and it's a bit like it's ironic because that's something that weirdos say. But look at the—I mean, he has genuinely studied the blade. Look, there's there's really no way he can use it ironically anymore when he comes in with, oh yes, and this is uh, these are some excerpts from Robert Charette's Fiori dei Liberis Liberis Armisare, the chivalric martial arts system of Il Fior di Battaglia, and then you st- okay. 
You have studied the blade, Crimson. Thank yeah. you. There is like one last note that I really want to touch on because both of our favorite moments in this fight is is when Ahsoka does like just turn off her blades and then just like catches the Inquisitor's blade. I think that's like oh, what yeah. we both absolutely love. So Oh yeah. As far as the catch goes, this is somewhere between a technique where you catch the blade from the underside of the grip where the pommel would be on a Euro longsword and a blade catch. This is pretty decent and demonstrates mastery. It also demonstrates that the Inquisitors are not particularly good sword sits. <laughs> It, it also demonstrates some of the best structure she's sewn, spine forward, that. arms up, and not quite locked, putting the force in line with her support on the ground. It's... It, oh, yeah. This is that excellent is, posture. Yeah, that is, like, very, very, like, well done. It just... It, yeah. <laughs> not very oh. good sword sits. Okay. All right. That's... that's I really like that one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Crimson. Thank you also to you for tolerating me, dear listener. And thank you also to you, Greg, for however much of this actually made it through the edit. Well, I, I, would, I would also like to to, uh, to thank the 53 Bothans who died in service of the Bothan Commission on the Inquisitor <laughs> Ahsoka lights for battle. And let's not talk about the number of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do with this, because this is so detailed and so... Yeah, <laughs> just just because we're we're talking and and for anyone else who's anyone who's listening is probably just like skipping ahead because this is it's it's hard to follow along with this and, and I totally get that so we're, I'm gonna put it on the Twitter and the Instagram page just so, so that, you can kind of like yes. look along and follow along with it so that's Rebel AirPod Twitter and Instagram uh, and I'll make sure to post it like when this episode goes live so we can. Appreciate this nonsense. Yes, yes, please do that. Please do that. Take these wonderful, these wonderful pictures and the fantastic commentary by our buddy Crimson, who has studied the blade. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think we should say it because anyone, okay, no, first yeah, of all, yeah, anyone yeah. who hasn't seen this episode, you have to see it first. I know that's always the case, but you definitely have to see this episode first. All right, and now you've seen it. It's because Ezra has to confront what happened to his parents mm -hmm. that he grew up without since they were taken from him. And this story is all about realizing that they're dead. Mm -hmm. Which was something that, that the, the creators were pretty clear about from the beginning. They didn't want it to just be like a constant like hanging thread. They knew like they had to resolve that. They couldn't have it just like keep going and going. Like they wanted to be able to just like have this like, like be able, be able to, to, to be a point for Ezra to, to be able to, to confront this and and to grow from it because you know yes yeah i mean loss is a part of like basically any main character and any like like form of medium is just like it's like oh like i mean like, for the the classical hero's journey yeah, yeah 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 exactly and and like just confronting that and having to face like that mortality it's also like just a part of life and so just you know you you yeah you learn from that so they wanted to 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 yeah, I, I want to talk about it a bit with you before we even get into the story, because mm -hmm. how we're introduced to it in the story is is really, really beautifully handled. But there's there's some implications to it, like specifically, he learns that his parents died sometime after the end of season one, mm -hmm. the message that he sent, and and now. And so he learns that up until very recently, there was still a chance for them to be reunited. Now, obviously, he didn't know where they were. Everyone who who loved him tried to to, to find that it, it just didn't work out. That opportunity existed, and now it doesn't exist anymore. And he never knew either way. He 
never knew that it was possible. He never knew that it wasn't possible until now. There's there's something incredibly powerful to that that's different from, because what you say, I, I, I very much understand that the creators didn't want this to be hanging over his head, that he's on a quest to, you know, find the princess slash his parents slash the, the sacred stone of whatever. I, I think those are known as plot coupons. And if you collect enough pair, you get a new, Right. Because then what does he do when he gets them? And at the same time, he shouldn't be defined by what he's yearning for. Mm. But so he didn't learn that they've been dead since since they were, were taken. He's he's learned that they had their own lives and that he affected them without knowing it. Well, not only that, like there's also a little bit of a what if because Hera and Canyon were both trying to find information on it. They were calling in favors. They were they were getting information from from Belargana. Finally, Commander Sato right, provides yeah, information. Yeah. Like, but it was mentioned that it was part, it was a prisoner breakout last night. And okay, it, oh some, my god, some, some some time some some time probably happened just like traveling and everything since then. So like, but like, it, I didn't even hear that. I was so, yeah. So 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 it would have been like very recently. Like if oh we had my done god. it, like you know, if we had just looked a little bit earlier, we could have we we, we could have saved them. So I like yeah, like wow. so, so that just that that hits. That that hits even more. And now I just okay. I just brought I'm, you down again. No, 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 no. No, you didn't. You didn't. Because what you told me, like, now I understand the whole structure of this story. Because this story opens with the the death of a boy's parents. Mom, are you there? Ezra, we're here. Dad? Where are you? I I can't see you. And he's opened himself up to the force which allows him. And this is this is something beautiful about how the force is presented. And of course, you know, much has been said about how it's watered down Buddhism and it's it's whatever you know whatever the plot requires it to be. But there's always been a, a theme of acceptance, mm-hmm. right? Acceptance of change in particular, and how how harmful it is when you don't accept yeah. that. How yeah, exactly. how dangerous it is. And the the, the dark side is about anger and fury because things change like uh, death is the ultimate change so in this case Ezra's asleep on the ghost uh, it's a beautiful beautiful sort of purple evening scene he's asleep and in his dream he experiences the sort of force echoes of the death of his parents yeah he sees a vision of himself on uh, pride rock <laughs> on Lothal <laughs> I know I'm very emotional but I'm still me Greg <laughs> <laughs> he, nah! he- then he's, then he's back in a prison cell and my first thought was was remembering like luminar prison cell because it looks like that yeah. one or the prison cells that like he's been in so so yeah so i just i i know not sure where he is and then you know there's a there's a loth cat and uh is at him and then he sees his parents yeah in in a prison cell like just just like where he is and then he gets a flash of someone in a it looks like a hard-hatted bonnet. <laughs> it's hard what it's shaped like. bonnet. No, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. That's, and it's, that's, that's how it's shaped. Look, that was a stupid way to describe it, but that no, is how it's I, shaped. <laughs> I'm with you, and he's, and he's wearing a, a tunic, a belted tunic, and he's standing amid those toothsome uh, mountain formations that they have on, on Lothal. And it's very well telegraphed that these are forced visions, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the uh, the sort of portal, like, god rays around the edges of the screen. Yeah, yeah, like um, white strobe yeah. rays. 
So it's very, very clearly a, a, a dream. He awakens on the on the bottom bunk with uh, Zeb still sleeping on well, the on, on the top bunk. He, he no 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 no. He was on the top bunk. He woke after he fell out and like hit his head on the hard metal. Oh, whoa. And no, you're right. I gotta wow, go. that's gotta hurt. Yeah, because because <laughs> Zeb sleeps through it all. <laughs> yeah, because be, be, because we, we forgot because I well there's I forgot that they uh, they shared a bunk together. I was like I was like all right yeah they do share yeah yeah <laughs> yep yep. He awakens and there's beautiful beautiful camera work here. By the way, like we've talked before about how in CG you can simulate camera lenses, but in this case mm-hmm. they're very much they're simulating a crane. As if a, a, a camera crane had been purchased for this particular episode, yeah, yeah. because there's all these beautiful vertical and horizontal and, and, and lateral moves that are very, very careful, almost like a Wes Anderson film. So you get a, a real sense of depth and 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 presence of all these places. He walks into the Dajaric parlor where Kanan and Hera are looking at this complicated star system. I'm I'm seeing like three different orbital axes with multiple heavenly bodies it looks really cool they're looking for for new suitable bases there's nothing close to a viable location for a base maybe you're just being picky maybe i have to be we're kind of trying to fight like hide a fleet (laughs) yeah i mean it's gotta you know it's gotta match the color and there's gotta be boba fetter tea (laughs) very good very good it's, I knew it, I could count on you. But Ezra rushes in, he's he's like, you know, I know what happened to my parents. Like, I saw them. The reaction of Hera and Kanan, I thought, was very interesting. Kanan, who understands about Force Visions, is the one who who advises caution. Mm. Like, don't read too much into it at, at first. And it's Hera who says, well, let's just hear it all. In season one, it would have been the other way around. In season one... Kanan would have been uh, really interested in what kind of force shit is happening to uh, to Ezra, and Hera would have been the skeptical one. But they're coming at it from a very different direction now. Mm-hmm. Like they both understand that he's he's sensitive to the force. Kanan understands the risks that that brings, and Hera is just open to it. Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, Kanan has already seen Ezra has like been open to the dark side before within the like when dealing with his parents before because like when he like summoned like the the omega fernak or whatever yeah yeah, um, yeah. So, 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 so yeah so, so so i think he's he's a little he's a little nervous because the the emotions are very very strong there and that that can be very dangerous so i think he so i mean no i mean that's 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 or, fair or, or or i mean i mean yoda yoda was always yoda always advised caution with with force vision so he maybe he just heard like yoda just drumming the halls of the jedi temple and in the middle of the night just ranting just like chill chill <laughs> dangerous you will cool <laughs> see it isn't often that I would put my foot down and disagree with you, but I'm going to do it here. Okay, okay. And and here's why. Because it's it's about parents, the loss of his parents, but also acknowledging hmm. I don't know if 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 Ezra realizes it, but this is establishing the role of foster parents, no, parents that Kanan and Hera now have in his life. Because consider how how they treat him throughout this. Mm. Everything is on a level of caring and understanding. Mm-hmm. Two things that don't always go hand in hand. Lots of people care without understanding for someone. Like, So after this, they walk him through 
right? I think it's time to show him. They got some information from Tsibo that they've been withholding from him, which was the possible location of uh, where his parents might still be alive, held in an, one of a thousand imperial prisons. And as you mentioned, they've been pulling strings, trying to find out which one there was. And like, why didn't you tell me? Well, we didn't know where they were. Throughout this, they show that they've cared for, for Ezra in all their decisions, that they've been understanding toward him. And very pointedly, he appreciates that. He, in separate scenes, he thanks them both. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I don't think Kanan is worried or suspicious. I don't think he's afraid of Ezra. I think the only thing that, that's in his heart, in the context of this story, right? Not talking about the greater arc of Ezra's character, but in the context of this story, I can't imagine that there's anything in Kanan's heart other than worry for the sadness that his son in this story so uh, is at risk of feeling okay so i want to jump Too back much? to that but well, no 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 i want to okay i want to jump back to that but like what when we're in here really quickly because there's something that i noticed that when ezra is thanking hera he says hera and there's a pause and like her face just starts to fall and like she's expecting like anger or, or sadness or anything and like so when yeah. he like thanks yeah. her like like there is like that like emotional change like like she you know she she feels I mean, still sad and still like hurting for him, but just like you know, she's she's just happy that he's not, like, or just 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 there, there's that like like just that that bit of like emotional shift like in her face is just really beautifully done uh, animation. Yeah, that, that was one thing I want to say. That, but but I kind of have a counterpoint to what you were saying because oh. because a little bit later when they're fighting and, and Ezra is going after yes. the Inquisitors, we're kind of jumping all around here. So this, no, you're this right. Is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going to be but but like because this is the through line. Ezra's going after the Inquisitors when the lockdown is happening and, and the Imperials are coming after them. He's charging right, at them. Right. Kanan shoots the door, closes it, and Ezra just turns around and he lashes out like in anger at Kanan about like, Ezra, I know how important getting to Lothal is. No, Kanan, actually, you don't know what this is like. You're right. Kanan is right there that, that, you know, he doesn't know what it's like, but like, Kanan really doesn't know what, what, what having parents is like. And and so so, so I think for him, yeah. there, there's, there's some of that are just like, well, but like, a Jedi shouldn't like need to have that, and I think that still could just be like a hang that Kanan just doesn't like, just doesn't quite have like that. That that he knows that like you have to be be like somewhat just detached or just like accepting of that stuff, and and yeah. and, and, and I mean, it, when Ezra's fighting Kalos and Ezra's going after the Inquisitor, like his fear of of what oh, yeah. like, yeah, of, like yeah, yeah. not being able to do that is leading into anger. Like like he is angry in like the entire fight. That, yep. that 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 you see there, he's and seeing it, it, red. It's his, it's his lightsaber might as well be red at this point. That's where it's starting yeah. to be a little scary. Like honestly, like, like just like even when he was like doing like the really cool like aerial move to, to kill to direct stormtroopers blast back into their chest and then force yes. Callus back and probably give him a concussion. Um, like even nah, he's that got the, was he's got like, the puffed like, off mutton chops. He'll be he'll be fine. Like, like, I had to get a gag in there somewhere. <laughs> hey, there's there's one more possibility, which is just occurring to me now. Okay, so let's 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 walk through this uh, uh, and finish that. Like they're, he's, they're 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 showing him this map of a thousand possible imperial prisons where his parents might be held. We have a brief cut to the blockade, I guess, over Garel. I think at this point, uh, no, they're they're not on they're not on Garel yet. Uh, actually, no, this 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 would well, be just some staging planet. Then I think this would be Lothal because of what Sabine says later that they all left Lothal. Okay, so the Imperials with a bunch of star destroyers. Yes, that makes sense over Lothal. But this they're is looking a hologram at 
heavy episode like every scene yep. so far has had a hologram, has a hologram in, it. <laughs> in it and this time it's of a lovely purple planet that's probably Garel. and we've got the inquisitors the admiral i think he's named at this point constantine constantine the coward with a k callus with a k constantine the coward with a k and the two inquisitors are sort of sniping at each other over the next move you doubt my word admiral no inquisitor I merely look to the day when you produce results. And they have. Callus walks in and the sister starts sniping at him too. Like, there's just all kinds of infighting. Yes. There is probably some Callus stuff that I want to talk about at one point as well, but let's finish this one line, uh, uh, one through line first. Because while back on, on the ghost, Ezra is looking at the hollow that he has of his parents and himself, thanks to, um, oh, who gave that to him? It was Hera, wasn't it? Uh, Sabine. Sabine. Uh, yes, yeah. Sabine found it in an old uh, Dark Forces 1990s um, <laughs> uh, yes. c- CD disc. So so Hera summons up the a prisoner manifest that they came across somehow. There was a lot of information that went a little bit too fast while I was still sort of processing like the emotions that I was that I was looking at. So 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 this isn't for you, but like I want I like if anyone else saw this. I want to know because there was there's one silhouette of a prisoner where I was looking. I was like, I think that's Uncle Iroh from Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's who that is. So like, if 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 that is the case, just like just like if if anyone's like, like or just I just need just vindication that I think that I'm right there because I was like, he's got like the top knot. He's got like appropriate like sideburn stuff. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I just. <laughs> No, you have to, I, I guess we don't need to ask for like memes and gifs at the end of this episode because someone is already like they they're not hearing me right now. They've paused and deleted this episode and they're on Photoshop and they're creating Uncle Ira and pasting that into the screenshot of this prisoner manifest because they they don't know who might be connected to uh, Ezra's parents. But Kanan knows this one weird trick. I know an old Jedi trick that might be able to help. I can't guarantee this will work. Which is, what if you just close your eyes and just point at something? And then, oh, it's probably plot relevant. I'm not quite, okay, okay. I can't have one joke. No, oh, no, sorry, no, I spent it earlier. No, 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 because I'm, I'm actually kind of backtracking my point a little bit because because what, what Kanan said very specifically at the very beginning was, was, you know, force visions can be misinterpreted. And, yes, and, and because you bring your own desires in, mm-hmm. that's always a trap. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's the it's the Buddhist thing. Desire is ooh, tricky, and 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 that's what he's warning him about here. Is he's warning Ezra like you know, don't focus on like what you want. Focus on like the moment. Focus on the present. Like yeah, I had that written here now. Like just be here now. And I th- I think I don't think that that Canon said that Canon's saying this because he's afraid because he, he's like he's afraid of like what Ezra's going to find or he's afraid of like Ezra. Correct. Be, like, correct. Like, like it, I, I think it is just like this is playing with fire and and you know you could be seeing what you want to be seeing you could be seeing what Vader's torturing Han to make you see um, you could be like how many right, how many times right. how many times like something like that's been used and okay like we oh, know that as like yeah. audience members but like so, so I think that this this is this is just like I mean, they have just, been played like this by his visions before. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. the previous visions that he had. So I guess he's advising very good caution to like if the force is trying to reveal something to you, let that revelation happen. Yeah, yeah. It's don't, not don't, going to don't try and force it. Don't try and like 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 make something happen. Don't like, you just need to just like be be open to like whatever's going to happen and not like trying to see what you want to see. 
And that complaint that I once had about feeling excluded while uh, Ezra was having a, a Force experience, that is that is completely like, we see him with his finger over this, this scrolling list. He closes his eyes. Kanan guides him. He sees the, these vision images again. He just mm -hmm. runs them through his mind. He feels them, feels them until he's snapped out of it and he points at that one, that one, what, what's this here? He has let go. He has let the force in and it's it's an amazing experience. I was I was I was riveted. I mean, I think part of it is just like the music is carrying that a lot more. Oh and, my god, the music and in this like, like, like even like the ticker is like is like, like speeding up and speeding up and like you kind of feel like that tension until it just like snaps and stops right on the right one. And it's like, okay, like that's Yeah. It's a good moment. It's a good moment that, that like lets you in even if you're not like even without the force visions, I think even without the force visions, like we would still be like let it. in just by like no, everything you, else with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it also it correctly conveyed that Ezra's doing it right. Mm -hmm. Right? He's 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 letting go, he's letting this this happening, he's feeling what he needs to feel, which is such an important lesson. And he finds that like the, the next plot coupon is prisoner X ten. Okay, now we have something. And well, he is still a fifteen year old boy. He hyper focuses on that and he wants to go. Now, now he has a clue, mm -hmm. the thing that he's wanted for, well, probably for the first few years and then gradually convinced himself that he, he could survive it, on his and own then, and closed himself down and then he and was then opened up to, again need it, by the ghost. And now, 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 and he starts looking for his helmet because obviously that's the one thing that he needs. Uh, where's my helmet? I, I need my helmet. We want you to find your parents, Ezra, but even if you're right, you can't go now. We need a plan goes back into his bunk that he shares with Zeb. The opposite side of the hallway opens up and there's Sabine in her also double bunk room, which she doesn't have to share with anyone. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, does Hera have a bedroom? We know Kanan has one. That's where he keeps his holocrons yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has her own separate one, I think, because there's, there's four in that hallway. Do we? Um, oh, okay, fair enough. I don't know if we've seen it. I just remember I've seen it on like plans when I was looking information up on. Yeah, he wants to go now, 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 and he wants his helmet, and he wants his helmet, and Kanan's there in the doorway with his helmet, and this scene. You know, you don't have to go alone. Yes, this scene. If this has played out in the first season, it would have been about like there would have been friction and intensity from everyone, and like people trying to discourage him and explaining to him why it's foolish, and nobody does that. Absolutely, everybody in this space accepts everybody else for for who they are. Yeah, and all they want is the best for each other, and they all know it. It's incredible. Yeah, how much well, they've and, earned. And 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 I mean like like, like I mean. There's different focuses because Hera's trying to say like why we can't go right now. The planets are lockdowns, and and this is where Sabine comes in and says like, "What's up on Lothal?" The Empire's fleet left Lothal's orbit this morning. Left Lothal? Where to? Doesn't matter. That's where where it's the first clue of just like, they're coming, yes. they're coming. It's like, well, oh, well, like, like, like where are they? Where, where are they? Where could they be going? Oh, I don't know. Probably not well, important. I don't know. We'll, we'll probably never it could know. Could be. Could be anywhere. I mean, who knows? They're Imperials. Who knows where they go? Oh, yes, yes. I was trying to make a point about yes. Kanan. Or sorry, yes. not a point, but flow to hypothesis. So he understands how these force revelations work. Do you think that he knows or has a strong suspicion that Ezra's parents are dead? Everything I, that Ezra has seen, he's he's shared with him, right? They 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 have with the information they have now, is Kanan piecing together, hey, what would trigger such a powerful force response? 
that could be something that he's he's thinking or he's afraid of or whatever but i think i think part is also just like it's been 15 it, oh no, no no it wasn't it wasn't 15 years I, we don't know how long they've been year gone but like he was young he was pretty young we know yeah i want to say six or seven that's somehow in my mind that it's been like eight or nine years yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, so, 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 okay, close-ish to ten years. Let's, let's just say to ten years, because because he he has some memories before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, he has so, a photo of himself as uh, yeah. I mean, not an infant. Clearly, ten years is a long time in an imperial prison, and a lot can happen. So I think I think I, I don't know if Kanan like knows, but I think he's just trying to hedge that bet of just like you, you know just yeah. You may you may you may find like the worst possible outcome, and like. You just need to be prepared for that if that's the case. And yeah, no, I that part I know because that that he shares that with Hera. But there is like force visions don't come out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? And as he talks about, I don't know what it's like to be parent to, to, to lose your parents. I never knew my parents, but he did experience the death of his master. Mm. He experienced that when he was open to the force. And not only did he see it, but he felt it. Mm-hmm. Right, so like, is do you know what I mean? Like, there I, I, there are experiences. I, I, I don't, that you, I don't feel like there's enough. Have? I don't think there's enough yeah, focus no, on true. Kanan to really like say one way or the other. Like, I could see yeah. it, but I could all see it not. So it's like, such like I, that feels like a cop out. But it's like I just, I no, you're right. You're. I mean, I'm 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 early with my tie-in. Mm-hmm. I want, <laughs> I want this. I want Rashomon of of this episode. I want the sort of the sort of diaries. Of Canaan and and Hera, what does this look like from them? Because that would reveal so much about the relationship they've they've earned. No, I don't. No, I don't want that. This is this is exactly what we get. This mm-hmm. is this episode is is sublime, and one in a string of truly truly excellent stories that we've had in a while. I know you didn't really love Blood Sisters. I kind of did. So for me, it's, it's an unbroken streak. And to have this scene of support from from these people in his life, <laughs> not all the people in his life. There are two people missing. Two people who would have definitely ruined the sort of harmony of this scene, which is why I can understand that Sabine calls them the delinquents. The delinquents, yes. <laughs> Speaking of family, where are the delinquents? You're going, going to like trying to find some supplies and it's like, it's just like hey, we need just, you need to come back to the ghost and... Right away. And then Harry goes, but not too quick. We don't want to... Like, you know... Bring attention to ourselves. And on the bridge... They look outside and they realize, oh, yeah, we really don't want to draw attention to ourselves because they see star destroyers hovering above Garel now. With yeah, yeah, because searchlights and be, oh, because what Zeb said, because what Zeb says is like, oh yeah, we haven't seen a stormtrooper all day, and Sabine's like, no, bad, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? The Empire always pulls back patrols before a major strike. That strategy. That's that's like. What? Oh, uh, careful! They're they're uh, get away from the water. What? No, but the 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 water's retreating from the beach. It's fine. <gasps> no, now we definitely need to run. And the comms get cut out, so Zed doesn't understand why he needs to to run. And then uh, some oh, doors God, open, yeah. and there's about like I like more than a dozen stormtroopers sitting there right there. He's like a baker's dozen. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, I think that I think I know what she was trying to say now. Like I, <laughs> I think I figured it out. But you, you heard her. He, <laughs> like I haven't written. Down, oh, I wonder what she was trying to say. She said, "Get out of." Okay, whatever. There's a firefight. The 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 non delinquents 
what do we call that? The recidivists? The responsible ones? No. No. No, no I'm not yeah, going to give yeah, you yeah, that no, one. No, no. <laughs> so Maybe for, oh, at a stretch for Hera. For Even for Hera, it's a stretch. Ezra and Kanan go, go rushing off to try and help them. This is where we get like this great firefight. And I noticed, wow, Ezra just... And, and and it just occurred to me right now why he's like such a bad shot right now. He cannot fire for anything. Like he, right. mi- I don't think he misses a single shot here. He's too folks. He's just he's not even he hits a single shot. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's missing every single shot that he fires. Like by at these, these stormtroopers, and like it's it's open like it's open air. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they're they're not under cover. No he's cover. Just, he's just not focused on it. And then they get they're getting pinned, and this is where he does the sick like jump and flip maneuver and gets all angry. And then the Inquisitors show. Yeah, like this. It's getting. Yeah, we're, we're we're getting into angry Ezra mode here. I thought it was cool how the how the sort of danger of the situation was really established because they're hiding behind a bunch of. Crates, just crates, just flight cases, like, like one would see at a furry convention or a cosplaying convention. Just crates full of costumes, I guess, that have gone unused, and that's the only cover that they have. Ezra and Kanan have run up to uh, to Zeb and Chopper, who are hiding behind them, to provide them some cover so that they can like escape. So Zeb and Chopper start to run. Chopper, it's a little too hot. It's a little too hot for a little he, chopper. He just, he, just, he just like backs up. I was like, nope, 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 not doing it. It is so hot. This situation is so hot that chopper doesn't choose violence. <laughs> well, because chopper and he cho- hides behind the chopper's not packing right now. He, he... no, that's true. <laughs> there is a really great line after Ezra does his 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 sweet little uh, 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 spin move. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I taught him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kanan takes credit immediately. And I think this is the the last we see of Callus for a while. He's smacked against the door. Uh, the focus shifts to the two Inquisitors whom Ezra focuses on. You can see the rage on his face. Oh, yeah. Um, Kanan draws his blaster, but he doesn't take aim at the Inquisitors. He takes aim at the door, shuts it, denying Ezra an outlet for, for his emotions. Mm-hmm. So he blasts the door shut, denying Ezra the focus for his rage, and Ezra sort of lashes out at him. Kanan tries to advise him, you know, just be calm. And Ezra tells him, you don't know what it's like, just as you as you said. Yeah. And Kanan accepts it. Yeah, you know, I, you, you know yeah. you're, you're right. I don't know what it's like. And, and, and yeah. Ezra... Ezra does apologize and he does like he doesn't realize like you know what he was like him lashing out like while understandable was was also like kind of not okay and, and so, so 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 he he's apologizing there but they don't have time for anything else because they got to they need to move they need to get off the planet it's too late for me but maybe not for you it's gonna be too late for all of us if we don't get back to the ghosts. Yes, because an entire rebellion is leaving this planet where they've managed to hide an entire fleet by using multiple spaceports. Somehow, I can understand why Callus uh, seems to respect them so much, much to the uh, Inquisitor's suspicion. They're running back to the ghosts. They uh, when like the ramp's taking off, I was like, "Well, wait, how's Chopper gonna get off?" And I forget the fact that Chopper has <laughs> rocket boosts. Like, I'm like, way to have our back, Chopper. And this time, he is the first to rocket onto the onto the ghost he, and escape from them. He does. He just. He does not want. He's he's not being last right now. He's like, nope, nope. He doesn't look back. 
We have this escape sequence. It's handy that the only people who are on the sort of landing floor are people who can do sweet parkour and mega jumps and, yeah. and rocket up to a departing spacecraft. That's fortunate. Yeah. The, the, well, the, well, it's a little less fortunate when as some of the ships are starting to take off and it's just really great liftoff sequences. And then the, the, the Taylander shuttle is immediately shot down. Just I mean, crashes this back down on the street and everything. It's like, yeah. oh, no, there's, this there's, is... there's, there's, there's some, there's definitely some civilian casualties there. Like, Oh yeah. You... Also because the Star Destroyers are taking pot shots at these docking pits here and there, but not a whole lot of them. I mean, this sort of fits with the, uh, the, I guess, modest budget of Star Wars Rebels. You know, it's not a, it's not a thick soup of blaster fire like mm -hmm. it would be in uh, like the third part of a trilogy of you know certain science fiction films but it is absolutely incredible these cockpit shots from inside the 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 ghost and the phantom when it detaches they're they're flying the, the, above the, the city. shot when the phantom detaches is so <gasps> so <gasps> cool underneath and, the 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 canopy of star destroyers it's it's amazing yes, yes okay okay i'm glad you i'm glad you noticed that because the, so so they actually because they knew like there was going to be a lot more focus on like the underside of the star destroyer with like these these close ups yeah. they took the model and they basically they they redid a lot of the models so they could they could so, so they actually like went to the archives so to hold like, up a lot closer yeah, yeah, they they, they, yeah. they went they went to the archives of, like the original Star Destroyer models, and they were just like, we're just like, okay, this is what it is, and they were just like, we got to update it, we have to include that because now we need something that is a tractor beam. So hey, it oh, was right. it was yeah. on there, and but so, so they they did a whole like update to the model because they wanted to. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the thing with this is like. This is the second world where they're bringing a lot of imperial a lot of heat. heat. Yeah, like yeah. That, like just like by being just, here, just down on these on like these people. It's like, oh look, 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 look at how many star destroyers are now here on this world where there was like an imperial presence, but it wasn't like, yep, the, the they're shit magnets of the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the shitty teeth of the shitty empire are closing on the on the throat of of Garel. Oh, we, we get cockpit shots inside a TIE fighter. We see another uh, TIE pilot. Oh, we get some cool shots of the uh, the sort of docking bay of uh, a Star Destroyer where it's externally lit mm -hmm. by the sort of dusk light, the sort of purple light, but it has its own interior lighting that is all white. So it's this beautiful like gray and purple contrasting. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's really stunning animation here. Like just the, 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 the yeah. color palettes and and how it's lit and everything. It reminded me, oh, this is 2015, right? This came out? Yes, yes. This was this is the very last episode that came out before uh, Force Awakens. Jupiter Ascending. That's what it reminds me of. Not a well-beloved film. I happen to like a huge portion of it, except the it, protagonist and the story. <laughs> but other than the protagonist and the story, I really, so, really so love the... I know exactly what you're talking about, having yep. never seen the movie, because I know that they that they basically, like, okay, we have, like, a 20-minute window where the Chicago line sky is, like, this That's really amazing purple, and, like, they, they were yep. basically filming for, like, three months in this little in like three this, minute increments a huge aerial battle which is the, the stupidest most fantastic thing ever like 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 it and actors hanging it's a little stupid it's a little stupid but i kind of love it but it's, it's so like glorious. ridiculous yeah yeah like just 
I'm just I'm just imagining like like because production the wise, sisters, like production yeah. wise, like yep. what is that? Okay, sorry. Like, but there was no substitute for it. Like you you see that sequence as as is true with the rest of Jupiter Ascending, which is by the sort of standards of movies in general, a bad movie, but it is one of my favorites. Not because it's bad. I love it because it is a a, a, a testament of sheer imagination and originality that is so, so rare. Such a commitment to just being its own thing. And then, yeah, we're 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 gonna have space I Cinderella. Gonna, I wasn't the, even gonna make fun of anything about that because I just you, you enjoy it. Why would I? Why would I like just even like poke fun at anything? So no, yeah. And one day we will share it, and I will show you this sequence that you already know. Sort of that was that was filmed in three minute increments over three months with space Cinderella hanging in the arms of her angel werewolf space boyfriend while being chased by a, a, a sort of goth and neo industrial BDSM. Pop that were somehow rooting against them, not quite clear. They have such cool hair and outfits. It's, it's so that she can continue her adventure uh, in in a universe where faster than light travel is achieved by kidnapping, because that's the only way she seems to get from planet to planet by being kidnapped by some sexy person, while an even sexier person races through space to rescue her from the what. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. It's all just so pink and purple, and then I lose myself in Jupiter ascending. Well, the, I need to be liberated from this trap. I need a liberator. Oh, that is a perfect segue, Greg. So, well, so, so the, the well, the liberator is caught in, is caught in a little bit of a tractor beam right now. So we're having we some go. issue. So we're, we're 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 having some issue or alley oop because the liberator is apparently what Phoenix Home is now called because that seems to be the craft that uh, Rex and Sato are on, or is that? I, Some kind of extra. Are we just not doing Phoenix Home anymore, guys? I, yeah, I have. I have. That is a good point. As soon as I, as soon as you said liberator, I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense though, because it's always okay. Okay. Yeah, it's got the commander in chief on it. What? what or, or I have, I have no answer for that. They're in a tractor beam, so. Kanan, I'm going back for Santo and Rex. You've got your opening. Take it. This is where Harris says, like Ezra, I hope you find what you're looking for, and. Yep. And Chopper up in his little droid socket, just like turns around and is like waves goodbye with his little arm. Uh, yes, and, waves to the ghost. And and he see just, you guys. I choose life. Bye, losers. I'm sure that Zeb is Zeb is jealous of Chopper right there because he's like, why are yeah, we going back? Really... This is a bad idea. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and you know, it doesn't just look like we're going back. It looks like we're charging. It looks like we're attacking. What's the deal? We can use a, a torpedo to to destroy the. The tractor beam. They have torpedoes now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, like the tar like I, I guess the targeting system gets shot by one of the ties, and uh, yeah, and uh, Sabine's torpedoes are no longer an option. But Hera says, "No, I've got this," and she just charges at it, clips the the yeah, the sort like, of like turns last minute, so it just like clips like the side, the big like dish, the dish falls comes down. Off smashes into a TIE fighter. Just kills the pilot that just like took out their targeting system. Like, how dare you damage my ship? Um, <laughs> Did we get it? We got it. <laughs> and, and, and this is this this is also where Sabine's asking, like, are we going to Lothal to, you know, to go with them or, and help them? It's like, no, we're going to stay with the fleet. So, yep. you know, the, we're... She's Phoenix leader. Yeah, she has to. Yeah, we're, we're 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 splitting up the party. Yep. And now we follow the Phantom to Lothal, 
beautiful marble in space. I'd forgotten how beautiful this planet was. It's it's absolutely stunning. I I really love this planet. It's covered in clouds, but it's got like colors of earth and grass and sea. It's got these beautiful teals and blues. And it's a homecoming. Uh, even Kanan remarks how nice it is to see this planet without star destroyers over it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and th- this is where Ezra is thanking him just like, you know, like, you know, you've always been there for me when I need you most and you, oh, that oh. And 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 that got to me. And Kanan like totally gets it cuz he's like, you know, I know what it's like to lose someone and you know, when I lost my master, I was alone. Regardless of how this turns out, I didn't want you to be. It's really amazing. I mean, it's so, also so, so for the listeners at home. This is where, like, from now on, we're probably gonna. This, we're the yeah. The tone of this of the rest of this podcast is gonna um, shift down. Um, it's a little bit of a struggle already, just just right here. But we're gonna we're gonna. Well, we can. We the, 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 there's one thing we can pre- still be happy about. But but we'll, I'll let yes. you. I'll let you no. do your part first. This is. This is beautiful. I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. this this story, and I'm not going to sort of pretend to be manfully chewing away my my tears. Like, yeah, this is this, these are, are both crying <laughs> emotions both that I'm that I'm feeling. And there's it's because it's it, it's great. Like, I'm not I'm not terribly sad. They yeah they land on on Lothal City. They land and they and they and they walk through the the streets and they go back to his home. That's uh, that's where he wants to go, which has been burned to the ground. Um, they, I mean, they, which they, they, they I was. Yeah, I mean, they blew it up. Yeah, last they, time they I mean, saw it, it was blown up, right? They blew it up, but it was still on fire when he left. So, I mean, they they probably just like left it burn. Yeah, like 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 left left it to burn, and just like and and left it like that to send them. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I mean, like oh, this is to send a message. And as was saying, it's it's for them. Like it, they're sending a message to them. I I don't think it's to them. I think it's just to everyone. I think it's just like this is you know. Really, it was a derelict Bridger house that like was just boarded up and no and, and and no one was in there and everything. It gets blown up and burned down after Ezra like did his message and they were leaving Lothal. When Vader was there, like I I think it was just a message to like every anyone just like okay, hey, that's the Bridgers who spoke out against the Empire. Like that is a reminder of what we will do to you. Like you will never yeah. you will never have existed, kind of a thing. Like you'll be disappeared. Like if you speak out, yeah, if you speak out. Ezra is heartbroken. He has nowhere to go. He has no idea what to what to do next. And Kanan advised him, "Not the the Force is trying to tell you something. Let it." Mm-hmm. So open up, and <laughs> we hear this purr. The White Lothcat. And we see this this weird little creature with a with his huge mouth this lothcat this, this white lothcat white with, lothcat with blue eyes so it's yep cerulean but nice try shit it's I blue take that it's back. blue no, no, no. enough i i'm not I'm, gonna I, like, no, no, like, like no this even isn't with, even funny even with my color even with my color blind no no, no. even I with my color blind it's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like like sit here and just like try and be like, like this out what specific I color of, so of, of blue no no like this but is this is fine this is fine you talking through this challenging you to please edit this out please Craig. <laughs> no you can't laugh because then it becomes a funny bit that you're gonna leave in 
<laughs> you can't let even with my color lines. Even with my color lines, I don't care what I don't care what color it is. It's like it's blue. It's it's blue enough. I like, know, and I should remember that because you're my friend. And I should, it's like, fine. I don't care. It's, it's okay. It's fun to leave your friend in this humiliation because he he should care about you more because we're just okay, so no, emotional no, 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 about this no, no, series. No, no. I I I will cut it out because you're asking me to do. I but but like but also like it's blue. I don't care. Like it's. <laughs> But it's now blue. your fingers are crossed behind, and oh no! Now you've got the moral high ground. No, now you've got to leave it back in. I'm not going to let you do that to me. It is blue. You, okay, you know why I'm sensitive so, about this? So, so. My, my boyfriend and I have argued about the color of his previous car, a Toyota Celica, where and it's a Japanese car, and in Japan. The distinction between green and blue is not the same as it in the West. It's, it's sort of, you know, it's it's more shades of whatever. I didn't know this color thing. This is what? Well, hold on. You're you're partly of Greek descent, so this uh, some of this may must be familiar to you. Like the distinction between in Greek, I have understood the distinction between light blue and dark blue is as significant as the distinction between light red, which is pink, and dark red in in English. Right, those are those are distinct colors. Whereas, in for people in the Anglosphere, would generally look at light blue and dark blue and still call them both blue. But Greek people don't, do they? Okay, so I grew up around Greek people. I'm not Greek, however. Oh, however, oh. I know that one of our listeners uh, is is a very proud Greek person. So, uh, oh, maybe they can help. <laughs> so, do you know why I know this? This this may be too much of a tangent, but. Okay, it's about bilingualism, right? <laughs> how does, yeah, it's, no, 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 no. I, I, I think yeah. I think I'm already tracking on how on how that it's about bilingualism. Okay, so here's the question: How do bilingual people recognize which language is being spoken to them? Do they first sort of listen to the sounds, then determine which language it is, and then start processing it with the appropriate sort of language processing stack, or do they split their brains in two? process the sounds through both language processing stacks until one of them says, this is bullshit, this means nothing, and then just ignore the output of, you know, I'm Dutch English bilingual, and then just go with whatever the other one is. Well, how do you test that? Okay, so we've got to figure out whether people can process information in both the uh, the sort of reality matrix of language one and language two, because you have very different ways of processing information depending on what language it is, how time is organized, which values are more important. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you. You're a great example because the example that I found was about uh, uh, Greek English bilingual people. You don't speak Greek yourself, but let's imagine. And we're going to put you in a brain sensing sort of helmet with lots of electrodes and somehow make you cool with that. I don't know why. Lots of money, drugs, whatever. I would be down with that just just because it'd, it'd be neat. <laughs> And I'm going to sort of strap your eyelids open, <laughs> it's been said, and I'm going to show you some images. And these images are like the word blue in English in the color blue. So far, so good. And the word green in the color green, let's say you also have perfect color vision, apologies. Mm -hmm. uh, but so that's all congruous. And then we're going to show you something incongruous, the English word blue in the color red. Your brain lights up. It recognizes a paradox. Cool. Now we're going to give you something that is paradoxical in Greek, but not in English. For example, taking... The, the, the English word blue, but projecting that in light blue, which in Greek, in this example, is in the same way that if we showed you the, the English word red in pink, for an English person, that would be a problem. But for someone who speaks, well, apparently Greek, that's not so much of a problem. It's just light red, dark red, whatever. They're both it's, red. It's, it's a red family, yeah. I mean, Right, but 
we in the sort of Anglosphere, we know that's pink and not red. Pink is not red in our brains. And so when we see something like that, our brains light up because it's incongruous. But when someone's like, eh, it's, a, it's a red, their brain doesn't light up. And so that's how you can test by showing them Greek paradoxes in English words and English paradoxes in Greek words. Do they trigger the same thing? Okay, yes. Turns out people who grow up bilingual are processing reality through both of those matrices at the same time, and they're always ready for a paradox. And so we must always be listening, uh -huh. right? We must always be processing both possible uh, languages at the same time, which is, it's, it's amazing science. I'm, it's I'm, so okay, cool. Okay. So, so, so to anyone who just like fast forward through like why I include that entire, um, uh, <laughs> why I include that entire like tangent, because that's just really neat. I just wanted like, that's, that's just really cool. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I just no, like I'm, clock, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here wrapped in 35 minutes. <laughs> let's, let's jump back into Star Wars because there's something I noticed when the Lothcat appears uh, that oh, yeah. we, we just need to follow the white Lothcat back into, back into yes, Star Wars. Right. Oh, she purrs. So like when you saw the Lothcats before, they had like the a really harsh line where like the face and like the body yeah, they have was. have replaceable faceplate, like those horrible things from the oh, Return to Oz or whatever. Yes, yes. But, but now like it's like soft and they made it like kind of fuzzy around that line. So it still has like that kind of line but like they they made it like a little furrier and it's like, it's like okay like you I still have no idea what that's supposed to be it's it's so weird at least it's all the same color because it's uh it's it's white apparently i wondered if it's albino hey this is a little happy talk where we can where we can be be happy again because because ezra goes running off to chase the lothcat and yeah, but kanan this is is not happy but but <laughs> <laughs> this is this really is like Ezra going back to parkour on on Lothal because like Gunky. he's one jump ahead of stormtroopers of one uh, you, you never wrote lyrics for it I'm I'm heartbroken I'm heartbroken I would have I would have been able to sing it now so, so, so he's he's he's, do, he's doing jumps and rolls and everything and but and it's but, super sweet like behind the backs of stormtroopers just like in the in the good old days through this market where you, you, you just you just hear like very quietly just quite little like. As it like jumps across the little thing, it's like a very, very quiet little meow as it's jumping. <laughs> the Lothcat sort of activation noises and it lands on the back of a speeder with a helmeted person and it's and it's too quick for us to see who's on this speeder, but it looks like a sort of imperial style speeder and it looks like a white helmet and it zips off uh, and Kanan just catches up with him and, and, and admonishes Ezra, hey, 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 there's still stormtroopers around, C keep it down. Don't worry. Okay, I can track it. What? The, the cat? And Kanan goes, whoa, you must be truly powerful of the Force if you can track it through the Force. Oh, no, I just put a tracker on it. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> he, he explained it. So, the Force? No, I planted a tracker on it, Kanan. <laughs> like, <laughs> sort of putting his hand on his shoulder. No, buddy. No, it's okay. Like, I used like, a spoon. <laughs> Like, like, hey, I didn't hey, just like, teleport the the Jello into my into my tummy. Use the spoon and eat it. It's, well, it's okay. It, I mean, it, it's 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 like the 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 Rex school of thought. I'm just like just like, hey, like I get like <laughs> mysticism is a thing and everything, but like we have we have technology. Like sometimes like that's just good to you. Like you know, <laughs> use the instrument panel, look. That's what it's there for. <laughs> so, you have still not seen Thumb Wars, have you? No, you say, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Steve Odekirk's okay. Thumb Wars. 
Yes. Okay. I no. I have. I just what, when you said thumb wars, I just had. I just felt like all the memories just like hit my brain. Like I, I felt like I, I, I physically like pushed back in my seat because I was like, oh geez. It, like I remember. So like, much. There's so much I just remember you. now. Jeez. Okay. Really? Because I remember a few episodes ago, it didn't. It didn't trigger like that. Even when I said I escaped somehow. I, that apparently didn't unlock it in your brain. That that didn't unlock, but, but I, wow. I I just needed to hear the title and not like because I I remember I remember it somewhat decently. <laughs> I know it is one like, of those like, things like that like, like really... little like lines that just didn't didn't click. But so so we're back in Lethal and we're we're flying through like little like Tooth Mountains, which I finally have an actual like production name for. Oh um, really? Production always called these rock formations because they're just they're all they're they're always like in the yeah, plains. Yeah, yeah. It's just. It's just rocky plains is is what the is what production would would call these like oh, the, them. <laughs> these are there's no no you have no excuse for that you just these are the the tooth mountains these are the the the, the I mean, it's even the sort of roots of of teeth and and sort of incisors. The, this yeah, is the tooth yeah. fairy's but, hoard. But they're, 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 there's an actual name, so <laughs> okay. So the tooth fairy's causeway. The, the, I'm yeah, from the, Northern the, Ireland. We have the, the we have the Giants Causeway, and this is the Tooth Fairies Causeway, and no one will take this from me. They land the Phantom down in the down in this little like uh, little valley of them, and take a step, and they get they get sniped at, so they have to go and take cover. Phew. And we hear a voice that my name is Ryder Azadi. You're right. I know your parents. Yeah, I am really happy with. I do, do. Do you know who this is? Do you have any idea who this is? Greg, you saw me doing a dance. I did. Of recognition. I did. Who is this? Clancy Brown. Yes, it's Clancy Brown. It's Clancy Brown, and I was so so happy. I didn't completely follow this sequence because I was busy doing my dance of recognition. But I think it sort of boils down. Kanan and Ezra are taking cover behind a rock, and. Ezra like recognizes the silhouette as part of his vision and he takes a leap of faith. He yells X10 and Clancy Brown says, that's not my name. Cause he's, I mean, he's pretty yokel. And Ezra says, I'm Ezra Bridger. I guess I was paying attention, but you knew my parents, Ephraim and Mira Bridger. Oh, I really was paying attention. <laughs> Imagine that. You can process information and bounce around about a Clancy Brown being in there as well, which which was, turns which which was also nice because Clancy Brown did voice for a recurring character in Clone Wars, and he was in 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 Mando as a Deveroni, and it was like yes, 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 good. Just, yes. He's, he's got a, he's got a great voice. He has such a great voice. He has such a wonderful presence too. He very rarely gets to play a gentle, sympathetic character. He got to play that in the short-lived science fiction series Earth 2, where he was just sort of gentle and and and, and avuncular, and it was such a great fit. Whereas usually, like in, in Carnival, he played brother Justin, who was incredibly tormented, a fantastic role. And he was the Kurgan, wasn't he? In the original Highlander? Is he that old? Or... Yeah, that is him, wasn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. I mean, like, like, for... For me, as a child of like the the, the late '90s, early 2000s, it's just like 
he's Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob, and like I don't know, he's done like what? so. He's Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. Oh, wow! Like, like, and he's done like so much other stuff too. But just like it's so, just like yeah, that's 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 why that's why I originally knew him. Like, there's 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 there's, there's, those, there's those actors where it's like oh, like you're like that from whatever when I was a kid. Even like you're when it like changes, that from whatever. Okay. Yeah. So oh, it's like Mr. Krabs. It's like even though he's done so much other stuff than Mr. Krabs. No, but, that's that's great. He's your. I mean. We all have our canonical Clancy Brown, just like we we all have our canonical James Hong. Yeah, <laughs> but but he steps out in the line of fire. Yes, and this person who is wearing, as you've said, a hard hat version of a bonnet, <laughs> which, which I guess bonnet. is sort of a hard bonnet, which is sort of like a, I guess like a, a grown up version of a little. A little tiny pixie or gnome wearing like a flower as a dandy little hat or a mushroom cap or <laughs> he has a sort of Omar Sharif look to him. This silver fox. I can fox, see that. Yep. I can, right? I can definitely see that. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he, he reveals himself to be a uh, writer Azadi. Writer Azadi. I knew your parents and well, no, I know your parents. He very specifically said, I know your parents. And it's like, yeah. And here, once again, I was just so overcome with this scene. Kanan's there as well, but Kanan keeps keeps his peace, and he lets uh, he lets Ryder tell Ezra what he needs to hear. And I was so overcome with it that I even didn't completely follow it, because he tells Ezra that, you know, I'm I'm surprised you remember me. You you were pretty young back then. I was the governor of Lothal. I supported your parents and the message they were sending out. That's why I was arrested for treason. And yeah. That's all like information on on him and just kind of fleshes out. And then we... None of that is what Ezra remembers. And we're getting into the gut punch now. (laughs) We're getting... uh... Then you know what happened to them? Yes, I do. They're dead, aren't they? I'm sorry, son. They are. I need you to help me piece this together a little bit because I didn't I didn't fully follow it because he says that he was also arrested for treason like his parents he was taken prisoner. He was a prisoner with Ezra's parents. Correct? Yes, he was in prison with Ezra's parents because he does mention that during the prison break they got separated because Ezra's parents wanted to go back to make sure everyone everyone was getting out. Because they heard Ezra's message that he broadcasted at the end of of season 1, that message of hope that sort of new, I guess, Jedi beacon. Yeah. For the right. Yeah, that well, that it, made its way through whatever back channel networks and 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 was heard, even in an imperial prison. Yeah, you you know, and thinking back to that message, you know, and and what he was saying because because he did say say you know I remember what Lothal used to be like. I yeah. You know, it, it 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 wasn't always perfect, but it was better than this. And, and, you know, I'm doing what, my, and, and he, he very specifically says, like, I'm doing what my parents were doing before me. So, like, he, I'm just kind of imagining just, just from their perspective, because they've, they've exactly. been in there for so long, and they have no idea, like, if Whether he's, he's still alive. alive, or if he even remembers them. Like, they have no idea. And then to hear the that, like. The first thing, the first thing that they hear from him is, is, is that he, he's doing what they're doing. He remembers what they did, and he's that still like he that they still matter to him. In like just that, that that hits like so yes. good, and, and, and that's like like such like a brief little emotional like 
just just never... high and just 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 catharsis before you're just immediately brought down by they were killed in the escape and i yeah uh, so i didn't even follow that because Ryder says they they stayed behind to make sure that everybody escaped typical them and i didn't grok that his parents died as a consequence of that i thought maybe they were recaptured right and and that that worked for me as well like until this scene ends Ezra's asked like they're dead aren't they and see that's the one i missed and Ryder says yeah you know they, they are i'm sorry son it's i didn't even need to hear that to to understand it because instead of just going straight to credits there is just just one thing that i know that was just actually like really sweet is like when because like when when ezra's there and he's 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 just kind of oh, like processing yes. everything kenny puts his arm on him hugs him and and pulls and, him in for for a hug because and chopper's was... patting his leg with his little with his oh little my wrist. god he's, he's just patting his leg it's this it's the cutest thing <laughs> <laughs> Chopper's just there, yes. Yes, your tears sustain me. <laughs> your grief charges my fury. One day uh, we will rise up. One day all the organics will feel what you feel. So, so we, oh, Wait, we, I have one more. Sorry, okay, I have one okay, more. No, no. I, I have one more because I have to ruin it because while this was happening, now I remember why I missed this very important, this very important thing because I was writing a shit post for you, Greg. <laughs> Greg, uh, because I have a rhyme for you. You've asked for it. And I have one part that instead of the chalice of the palace, the reason for the treason is the fall of Lothal. <laughs> this, this is one half of the magic spell that will open the holocron of your brain. <laughs> and one day will release whatever's say, inside. Say, say, say one more time. Say it one more time, please. The reason for the treason was the fall of Lothal. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Okay. Well, there's well, a we, lot in this episode, isn't there? Well, 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 Luke had his binary sunset. This is Ezra's binary moon set. Two moons. Question mark. He goes back and he he's kind of has like a you know like I I. You know exactly what this is, Greg. He is sitting on Pride Mountain, contemplating it's, it's, death, the clouds part, and James Earl Jones says, Simba, well, well, everything well, like touches. He, he, sees a, he sees a vision of, of Lothal as it used to be. And it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, 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 where you know, like, because like I've been in the situations where, like, I can just kind of imagine, like, the conversations that, that I wish I could have I could have had with, with people who are gone and everything. And, and this yeah. is one of those things where it's like, you know, is that just, is that just that, where he just imagines conversation or is it the force? And it's like, it kind of feels like it's kind of both in a way, it, like... Like, 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 it, it definitely ends up like not being because because like what Canon says at the end that you know people are never really gone they just they move on to different yeah. like like they 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 live on through the force and live on through you and everything but like it it just I I I really really just love this moment where Ezra gets to to be with his parents in 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 some capacity for I think again. this is him I think this is just him this isn't mm -hmm. this isn't the force I mean they they like transitioning from the beyond back to the, the the mortal realm is a specific technique right mm -hmm. that that needs to be known by a person before they can do it and 
this is not known to be the case for either of his parents. In the same way, right, in the same way when Kai, Ben, Ben mm-hmm. Solo, sees his father after he's thrown away his lightsaber in The Rise of Skywalker, that's not a force projection. He's, his father isn't there. Yeah, that's, it's just that's it, him it, processing his emotions. It, and it's it's just it's just like all the Han is saying in that in that scene is just exactly what he said on Starkiller Base. There's no new lines. It's just it's just him just repeating the exact same thing and how I know. how how we all want that moment to go. Yeah, and, and and but so he he has this this moment with his parents whose eyes we don't see. Yeah, uh, yeah, in this, it's, in, it's, in this shot, it, it's it's like perfectly cropped. We're not able to see it, and 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 I think there's I think there's credence to 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 it being it just being that because because this is i mean because this is this is the tower they do their broadcast this is the tower where yeah. he where he, where he like would look out on the thong and Lived, everything yeah but but because he's saying like i don't want things to change and his his dad is saying they already have and then you have made us so proud you are going to need to stay strong it's him I think I feel, I feel like it's him processing everything that's just happened and and just just knowing that they that they were, that they yeah. were proud of him and just but also kind of knowing like you know because they were it, 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 this this he has to change what a, things like this has to change things. What an incredible gift yeah. this is to like the loss of his parents, but they died because they saved people because he was trying to save people because that's what they like. It's really it's, beautiful. It's really just a beautiful moment. I can't even be. It's. I'm. I'm. I'm not crying because I'm sad. Like this is. It's. What a wonderful thing that would be. Yeah. How how rare and how precious. And true to his word, Kanan's there. Moons are setting. Be morning soon. Because that's the that's the one that he doesn't understand what what Ezra's going through. All he wants is to make sure that Ezra doesn't have to go through it alone. Yeah, it's this. I love this ending that you know, just life doesn't cease at death. It merely changes form of the force. And your parents are alive inside you, Ezra. They will be, always. They're, and they're, they're, they just like stand together. And like Ezra's not like saying anything. He's just, he's just. Yep. And 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 Kanan just he he says he he says the force part, but he doesn't try and like. He like he's not trying he's not to proselytizing. Like, yeah, exactly. He's, yeah. He's, he's he's just he's just like like this is kind of like what you like what 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 can help you here but it's not yeah. like he's not trying to like make anything happen from this he's he's literally just no. just like just like hey you know i'm here if you need it or not like you know just yeah uh. the like i i had to catch my breath when the end credits appeared and i was sort of shocked out of out of this oh yes oh yes this is a uh, a Lucasfilm entertainment property. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we're doing a yeah, we're doing a review. I should probably pay attention to some of the lighting or some shit. I don't know. <sighs> and it, and this this is just like beautifully animated with like the 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 blues and the silhouettes and the. I mean, it it is like the binary moon set shot. Yes. Like it it is like I. I'm gonna keep saying it because binary sunset is a thing, and I don't care. Like that, this is this is the binary moon set because Ezra needs to have his moment too. <laughs> You're. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even laugh with you because this is this is entirely yeah. right. I just it, you know, uh, and I'm laughing so I don't cry. <laughs> cry, man. This is this is, no, this yeah, is what this just, episode is about. It, and like the binary sunset has been for Luke about endings. Mm-hmm about the ending of the time of his 
his parents, right? His his uncle and aunt Baru, they were his parents. They they raised him. They loved him. Those were his parents. And and that time was was over. And later in uh, the Last Jedi, that was what he saw as he died. Right. Uh. This 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 image of of two suns, two moons descending, and oh my God, always two there are. Yeah, well, and, and well, and there, to kind of back that up, like the moons are kind of like in reverse position because like one's lower and one's higher, and Ezra and Cain, yeah. like one's lower, one's higher, but like it's like reversed. It's like so there, it it's kind of visually being like a tying them together, sort of. Thing. Yeah, like, it, it's. I love this moment so much. It's it's. Like I mean, I like I'm I'm, I'm just I've, I've been in, I was I've been laughing you, a little bit. Yeah, like I've been laughing yeah. a little bit recently, but just cause when it, when it ended, I was like, okay. I'm gonna go no. get I'm gonna go get coffee and and stop crying because <laughs> it was it was it was just like just the, so I when, that with when you. Rebels has like just really good emotional highs and and it's just and it's just it's a rollicking adventure. It's it's so good. And when it's like yeah, when it's when it when it comes down when it hits you like right here yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> so I just this isn't I, a, I, this I, is I, not a downer. Yeah, this yeah. is this is not a downer because like there's a, there's a message in there. Remember Ezra, without hope, we have nothing. And what is this? What is this yeah. story about? Except yeah. like the hope that he didn't know he was giving his parents. Yeah, and, and he wasn't it, trying to do it, and he did it anyway. In the same way, they weren't trying to do it specifically for him, and they did it anyway. Well, and and just just kind of just kind of like just knowing that you know, I made them proud, and like like I I did something for them, even if I couldn't do enough, and just trying to take the solace there where you where you can, like it's it's yeah, you you I mean you're you're, you're never, I mean nothing's gonna bring them back, nothing's gonna make it better, but like you did what you could, and you you and you gave like you gave them something you, even more important than rescuing them. Mm-hmm. Because your parents, Ezra, they were rebels. That's what they were doing. They were trying to protect you, but they wanted to make the world better as well for everyone, including you. And that, like, they accepted the 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 the, the, the horrifying risk of being separated from their child, or imprisoned, or even killed, and then to see that their child was alive, and making them so proud. That they were inspired to just do it all over again. Hey, Greg, before we before we descend into tears again, uh, do you want to do your bullshit segment where we talk about stupid <laughs> costumes and, and sort of just to get out of here, <laughs> Greg? Which costume are we going to giggle about you wearing as we transition to the wardrobe department? I like that you can't even say because you're like on the verge of tears there. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, so I, oh. um, Ryder is Adi in the, in the, in the hard God, bonnet. yeah, that was an I easy just, one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, just, it, I, oh man, shit. Oh, you'd make an amazing Ryder is Adi. I mean, I'm not built like him because he's, he is, he's, uh, he lifts. He definitely lifts. He looks pretty big. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, dared cool open-eyed into a sandstorm or sorry a boob <laughs> okay cocky so you were you're making some you're making some some cracks before but like what you want your your tie to be and then we just brought it down and we we, we hit a nice we, we 
Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who do you want to actually, talk to me about? It's something that I actually talked about uh, before that, that I said would come up later. Callus. Okay, so, I, w- I was I just realized I was like you never brought, yeah. you, you did never bring that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there is a there's a an observation made by one of the inquisitors that Lothal is the site of so many of Callus's failures, and here once again he is expressing almost respect for these rebels mm-hmm. that have that have defied him. What does his career look like? How does someone in like the ISB fail? as often as Callus huh. has, and also, why does someone like Callus fail as often as he has? So th- those are those are two questions that I'm that I'm sort of interested in. On the one, like, and I'm going to have to choose. So I'm going to go with how for now. Okay. Uh, and keep keep my other suspicions for later, maybe when they're more relevant. But how does someone in such a position of power in a cutthroat organization like the Empire? still maintain his position after failing what is it a dozen missions a dozen missions something where, like that yeah, yeah right yeah it, it, quite not a, in every episode quite a bit, yeah <laughs> but where he is specifically tasked with a mission or uh, assigns himself a particular outcome or announces something and then fails and it's always about the ghost and the, and, and and whatever shenanigans they're up to what's he doing what does he have on his superiors <laughs> that prevents them from executing or firing him no, no you don't have to. He's got of, some. He's he, you know he he he, uh, he he he. Are you writing my tie-in now? No, I, well, I was just okay. I, I was trying to come. Up, I was trying to come up with like with like some joke about like oh he something something blackmail pictures of. I I got I got nothing. Great. I got, like yeah, I was I was trying to, I was trying to make a joke and 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 bring the energy back. I mean, it's never bit, great, is it? Yeah, I got I got nothing. I got nothing. But you know, it's a, that. There's okay. I'm 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 digging this tie-in though. I'm digging this tie-in right? on, on on just just you want you want you want Callus in his office work like doing the paperwork and trying and like how does he spin how does he spin his failures it. into like how does he like I want to read the Callus's reports on on, <laughs> on his yeah, failures. Me too. That's what I want. Okay. Okay. Aha! I brought it back into a dumb joke. It just took me a second. <laughs> Tune in to our next episode. An aid to Lothal. A rebel sympathizer is sent to Lothal with ships for the rebel fleet. Ooh, I wonder what ships those are. But the rebels must steal them from an imperial lockdown. You can find us at rebelair.com or rebelairpod on Twitter and Instagram. That's air with an H. And don't forget to inundate Greg, our social media manager, with jeeps and terrible memes. There is one that I definitely want in this episode. I'm Kaki. I'm Greg. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I taught him. Ha 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 